Hey everybody, welcome back. It is the Fantasy Rugby Games. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Gladys. And he's here, the man, the myth, the legend, James Eric. Welcome back, buddy. As the Japanese, I learned uh, while I was in Japan. Yeah, about all of it. Uh, and arigato gozaimasu. Uh, and what? beer is biru. Really? <laughs> yes. Interesting. <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's uh, that, we'll have to hear about your exploits in a minute here. Um, let's get the let's get these beers open and um, my fault that we don't have enough for no, everybody to sell up the split. <laughs> it's you know. It's Thank a, God these are tall boys at least. And sharing is caring. Yeah. Sharing is caring. It's unfortunate that like in Japan, and this is you know I'll probably go into a few of these stories, but on every other block there is a convenience store where you can buy beer and lots of it, uh, <laughs> and it really would make sense if they had that uh, yeah. in Boston, but um. Those uh, Puritan laws really yeah. got us. Damn. Uh, everybody, make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts. And I got the right name this time. Uh, Spotify and Google Play. Uh, so, Ben, how handy was it to have our upgrades for the Prem this weekend? Uh, it was extremely handy for setting the lineup. Yeah, exactly. Not, not extremely handy based on who was playing, but nothing no. we can do about that. Everyone, everyone is good is, is in Japan, so it's right. kind of... Catch as catch can, but, but yeah, but having oh, going being able to go through and, and see who, uh, yeah, see who's that, starting. Oh who's no, on the I have made a terrible choice in this person because they are not even on the bench. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it was extremely helpful to avoid that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so everybody, make sure that you're looking at your rugby mag upgrades for that reason alone. It is one million percent worth it. But then you get all the stats and all the numbers that come through. Uh, those guys are doing an awesome job. So make sure you give them uh, your support and sign that up. All right, we got a lot to get through, but uh, before we do, um, curious case of Thomas Ramos. I don't know if anybody got got wind of this, but he got sent home because he was too injured to finish the World Cup. I heard about this. But then he played for his club not once but twice? I, well, there's a lot of turmoil, uh, or there was, I should say, in the French camp. Supposedly. Uh, you know, the issue between the head coach and the, the assistant coach. I forget their names. Yeah, French. Well, Brunel was one of yeah, them. Yeah, Jacques so. Brunel's one. And the, the assistant guy who's supposed to be taking over after him. Oh, yeah. And okay. then, of course, the Toulon owner, um, Bougelau. Yeah, came out and said that the players should revolt. So I think Thomas Ramos was a result of like a. He was the scapegoat there. Um, you know, but, you know, listening to a lot of those guys before this French rugby match, before before they went off and, and, and you know, went to play Wales, mm-hmm. the, French is, the French are always at their scariest. Uh, is when they're backed into a corner like a wounded animal. I believe uh, that. And and they sh- and I don't know if we're gonna want to go into this quite yet, but uh, they certainly showed it this weekend. Yeah, we'll get we'll get there in just a second. Let's uh, let's tr- let's try and be orderly here. Yeah, uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take your lead, track, So just you know, <laughs> I, I get excited. I'm sorry. That's. Uh, it's easy to get out ahead of him. Yeah, <laughs> I am slow after I all. I start talking about stuff sometimes. He's like, "Wait, wait, wait! It's not. We're not there yet." Well, I ah, can, fuck you! I'm doing it. Anyway. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just gonna. <laughs> we're gonna double back to it. So you're gonna say the same thing twice, essentially. Um, so yeah, that was just one note that I that I had seen. But other than that, yeah, let's get to the games. Um, first up, England and Australia. Thoughts, boys? Was you know is um, it 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 was as expected. The result definitely. Um, you know, Eddie Jones is now 7-0 and lifetime against Michael Cech's men. Um, unfortunate to see some true legends of the game go out like that. Uh, there's a lot of controversy going on, but I think I'll just start with just 
England played, you know, incredibly well. Johnny May can always find the line. Uh, and that try that Kyle Sinkler had was just incredible. Um, him picking that line was just it was it was wild. This is a, this is a guy that came from part of London called Tooting, uh, which is a very toot, toot. awful name, <laughs> but it's also a bit of a, a dangerous part of London. And he uh, rolled up to his first ever rugby practice for the Battersea Ironsides, which is just over the river, south of the river from Chelsea, uh, in a full Man United kit. Because uh, he really had no idea what he was doing, and look at the guy now. So, um, yeah. yeah, England. Were, Long way away from that. <laughs> England were dominant. Uh, I knew that Eddie Jones was going to drop forward. I knew, I knew. It just it, it you know you had, to, you had to have a feeling. It it, yeah. it wasn't because he played he played great, but he was playing against these sort of second tier teams. Yeah, it's not. He's not the. If you want to put out England's best lineup, um, Farrell's at ten and, and Ford's the reserve. Mm. And, and I like the way he did that. That was something that, that Jared and I had been talking about as far as what's, he, what's the decision there? Which way is he going to go? Um, I think he made the right call there because Farrell's just a better distributor. Um, yeah. And, and I, I like the, the, the thought behind Ford at, at 10. It's like having your inside center at 10 and your distributor, your 10, at 12 mm. when you have um, Faz there. But kind of to play, especially, you know, these higher-level teams, you kind of need a more traditional – uh, distribution uh, yeah. system, so so it made more sense for for Farrell to start at ten, and then when they did event, end up bringing uh, Ford on, he you know he had some runs, he had some good uh, game management, he's, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's a, I think he's a you know ball from hand kicking, he the, he can put him in in, in, in great places. Um, on, on the reverse side with the Australians, there was a lot of controversy going into it because you started the. You know, 19-year-old Jordan Pattaya, who played okay. Um, You know, they've been chopping and changing all World Cup, especially at 10. So they went back to Leil Fano, who I think was the number one choice 10 at the beginning of the World Cup. Um, And then you guys have an issue with Curtly Beal because why? He was injured? beforehand because of that head I, knock or he just no i just don't think he's a, an international level 15 he's he's done I, I think i don't think he's fast enough and like and i'm, I'm surprised actually i thought farrell was going to move him all over the, the field not quite to that and he really didn't i thought he was going to just just boot the ball make make beal run yeah. back and forth but he, <laughs> he didn't quite do that well they made curly beal throw that awful pass yeah <laughs> that had hang time yep yeah Oops. um I, I i think that uh you, they would have been better served with with uh, Beal at twelve instead of Karevi, mm. and um, or bump Karevi out, they, or, yeah. or, or that. But I, th- I thought Pataya played really well. I yeah, think yeah. Bad, so it's it's hard to, it's hard to to knock the kid. I, I thought he was. He, I thought that you know as as, as kind of controversial a, ch- a choice as it was. I thought it mm-hmm. worked out pretty well. Uh, it couldn't have at least it. It could have worked out a lot worse. It definitely could, Manitou Alangi could have had himself a hell of a yeah, day, and he right. didn't. Re, he really got. He was pretty bottled up by the two he, of them. He, so. he was, and that was that was impressive. And, yeah, that was. Um, I thought but, he was going to have a day. You know, it, I I woke up for the the second half and watched it on my phone through an illegal Reddit stream, uh, which was great, and <laughs> <laughs> with my AirPods in. Um, but uh, you know, at, at the end of that, you knew Michael Chaka was going to step down. There's been a lot of you know controversy around him I, I generally hearing from you know seeing a lot of the tweets from former players like Matt Gitto Drew Mitchell they support the guy I mean they, it got him to a World Cup final you know and hard, hard not, not a lot of coaches can do that um, so he's you know I, I think it was unfair for someone like Ugo Mania came out and was saying that 
Chekhov made it all about himself this game by the selections he made. I don't know. I oh, I have my issues with Ugo, Ugo here. Ugo thinks so. a lot of things about Ugo, so yeah, yeah, he's right. one to talk. He hasn't got yeah. anything else to do except media these days. Right? Yeah. But I think Michael Chekhov, he's a former player, you know, so he's going to come out and he's going to be – He's going to be fiery, and he's going to say what he wants to say, mm-hmm. you know. So um, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up going if he continues to uh, coach professionally or if he takes a break. I think he's done with uh, – International level. And and just rugby Australia yeah. or, I you think, know, whatever. I can't, I can't say I blame him for that. Yeah. I think he's had enough. I could see him coming to uh, to Europe or, or something mm-hmm. and um, – and, and coaching at that level just to kind of get coach, back to and coach he has Lunster. before yeah, yeah. coach Lunster coach Stade Francais right and so and he's done well at both clubs so yeah, he's right. he's got the pedigree in terms of that for sure so I'm sure if he decides to make himself available he'll be a, a very sought after yeah mm-hmm. sought after person um, let's talk a little bit about the point the points there Ben um, <laughs> your boy Saint Clair obviously leading, yeah. leading some high end scores there with 42 so you. <laughs> <laughs> on his try. <laughs> ben and I texted each other, and we knew exactly who we were talking about, and I bet you James can guess the same exact person. So when Leili Ofano missed that assignment on Sinclair, there's one person <laughs> that you, myself, and Ben know that would absolutely be rip shit if that happened on our team. Who is it? Uh, does it? Oh, you can't really rhyme his name with anything. It, it, probably a Craig McKenzie. Yeah, it would rhyme with that very much. So. It rhymes very much with that, and it's and it's not a knock on the guy. We just know how he is. That's yeah. the thing. He's intense, oh. and, and I love him for being as intense as he is. But it was just hilarious that Ben and I were on the same exact wavelength. Like, there's one person I can think of that would absolutely destroy Lily yeah, Afano for that defense. It's more the lack of effort, and I'm just getting right. the fuck out of the way thing. Yeah. Like, be a speed bump at least. Come right. on, man. Because once once he made it through that hole, there was like he, he knew it. He, the big smile on his face when he was in open field. I mean, that's not just because you know props normally get that look on their face when when they break the line, but this was a uh, no. I'm scoring. This is like they're, yeah, they're not. He was stopping way too me. close and, to and get stopped. No, I don't know if that. I think it, I, I'm guessing it was Beal back there, but I didn't catch the number of the of the the, the trailer back there. But it, there's no there's no stopping him at that you point. Weren't getting, yeah, you were that, not. Gonna that's why stop if, if Leo Leofano had just like you said been a speed bump, perhaps. That, that could have been a, tackle, been a little better, but but the fact that that it was just Oops. full pace as as full a pace as, as you're going to get Sinclair's at that size. going to get to, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's no stopping you there. No, so that that was good. Um, you know, it's a it's funny. I kept putting him on my sit list, and he kept shutting me up. Michael Hooper scored well in every mm-hmm. fucking game he played in just about. Um, Thirty points. Uh, this one, he makes. yeah, he makes so many damn tackles, and that's oh, the thing you that can gets tell, it because his face shows it. Yeah. Always. He looks Always. Like He's like, like, he looks <laughs> yeah. like a pirate. Australian Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Um, Corbetti obviously had a nice match. Um, broke the line. He, he gave them a shot when it, when he, he got that one over the line. Mm-hmm. And then they had the one that was a forward pass that they called back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ben Skeen. Oh, the, that that pass is fine. Right. I was like, um, <laughs> no, are we yeah, sure? About no. That? And Jerome Garcez was right. like, of all people, of all people, if Jerome Garcez is telling you that, there's a problem here, dude. Come on. I know. I could not believe he said that. He is just was. I want to know if there was some sort of like prop bet where where Skeen would get involved in a play. As a TMO, and 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 still Garces would would overrule him and mm-hmm. be right. That would be like that'd be like a thousand to one. Right, you could like that's you know that's a year mortgage. Pay yeah, right. right there. <laughs> that's a house right there. Right, man. holy shit. Um, I mean, but you know, 
just to look ahead, that's not the only ref controversy that's been swirling around. Nope, uh, we got we got a couple weekend. more. We got a couple yeah, more. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to them. We'll get to that one. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, England take care of Australia. They move on to the semifinal and they await the winner of New Zealand Ireland. Who, man, this this match deserved to be a little bit better than it was. Well, and I feel like it was just. It was just percentage, just little tiny percentages that Ireland were off, and that's all it takes for the All Blacks because yeah. they're so well, ruthless. It, it was it was really who scored the first try that was going to control the match because when Ireland score and they can just go into their shell and and just choke the life out of yeah. you, that's that's an entirely different game than when New Zealand put up ten points in the first ten minutes or so, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and then they're just now Ireland's got to somehow get on the front foot and and play some a wide open game and that's just not their game right and yeah that's that was the you know that was it was won and lost in the first however many minutes i don't know when the when the first try was scored let me see uh, it was 20 something 13th oh, minute okay when aaron smith scored you know they're going in without their you know, token islander bundiaki was mm-hmm. i think a huge loss because that red card that he got but I think, you know, the signs were there in the warm-ups to the World Cup when they lost to England by that much. Mm -hmm. Something was off. Right. And a lot of people think that they maybe peaked a year too early. Seems to be a habit of theirs. And it's unfortunate because, you know, you had Chicago, you had winning the Grand Slam, Mm -hmm. and you had Dublin, and then they went down to Australia for a tour and won there as well, Mm -hmm. beat South Africa as well. You know, there are all these positives to take away from, but, you know— uh, the the question remains like you know did they peak too early is Johnny Sexton is he done I don't know I mean he he still played all right um, but you know I don't there was there's definitely not a better replacement for him um, you know in in that situation I don't think Carberry or the other guy could have you know Cardi yeah yeah, yeah Cardi could have done it um, but it was just you know typical New Zealand and I think going into that especially after Ireland Japan you knew that New Zealand was going to take over mm-hmm. yeah Car- uh carberry took he looked really rusty after because he just played so little and it was just so tough for him to get going you know get that speed back and it's just it's just something you can't really learn until you've been in the in the trenches again so he definitely looked like he was having a tough go i mean just look back at the one play that he made against japan where he kicked the ball dead where he probably he said he meant to and i'm just like did you really mean to? Because your decision making must have been a little bit off. Um, so yeah, there, there's that for him. Um, but you know, I, there was um, what's his face um, Stockdale at one point. I think he was trying to go for an intercept at the beginning uh, of of the game, and, and uh, that could have definitely changed the tides. But I still think it, this was all for for New Zealand to have. Um, you know, it was it was in the stars. Mwanga played pretty well, uh, but you know. The Barretts played well. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Smith was fucking amazing. Yep, he's, as he always is. He has yeah. one of the oh, oh best nines God. in the universe. Yep. Right. He's yeah, and uh, two tries, incredible. And then to have someone like T.J. Perinara, who's your backup, right. who isn't a backup at all. No, no, he could start on ninety-nine percent of teams yeah. out there. So these guys are stacked, which makes it one hell of a. You know, it's going to be task. one hell of a game mm-hmm. next oh, yes. on Saturday, Agreed. which I'm very scared about, but somewhat uh, cautiously optimistic right. from an England perspective. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, so that was good stuff. Uh, my, 
I, I, I said a lock. I just didn't say the right. I, I, I pronounced it wrong. I said I said Retallic, but what I really meant was Sam Whitelock <laughs> for my start of the week. <laughs> um, Sam Whitelock, the lock. 30, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Retallica. He, he was there, but he was, yeah, he was Whitelock pretty, had himself a fantasy yeah, day. Again, Retallic is still trying. I think I blindly just picked this thinking, lock, Brody Retallic. Why mm-hmm. not? Um, he's also still trying trying to get himself back into shape. So yeah. that was a poor decision on my part. Well, hell, I was the one, at the, I think, at the beginning of the tournament that was saying kind of you know, sit on Reed for a little bit. Now I'm kind of all in on him. He's yeah, he's he's played he's played his balls off. Uh, well, this is his last go around, so you know. Yeah, exactly. Right. When you when you're on the world stage like this, you know you're gonna you're gonna see it. It was great to see after the, at the end of the game. You know, Rory Best got an incredible ovation mm-hmm. from the the crowd as he, there. As he should have. The one thing I'll say, you know, my first night, well, second night in Tokyo, was the uh, night before. Ireland, Scotland. So the, the Irish were out in full force. So I, I found myself in this part of Tokyo called Golden Guy, which is uh, a tiny, like, little, small, three-block radius, maybe, of these six-seater bars. Some of them, they like Westerners. Others, not so much. <laughs> no gaijin. And we ended up in, I ended up in this bar with my brother, my dad, and my friend, and then it was just all these Irish fans who were just singing just incredibly loud uh, and just incredibly drunk. But... Um, <laughs> They they travel keep uh, peddling that stereotype in boys. packs. <laughs> I know they travel in packs, and it was uh, it was pretty pretty awesome to see. Um, I have no doubt. But anyway, that. you know, co- cool to see the, the Irish and the, the New Zealand fans applauding Rory Best as well as Kieran Reid. Uh, I think in his post match interview, mm-hmm. right on the pitch, he said, you know, he gave a shout out to to Best. Uh, yeah. And that's what rugby is all about. Right. Is you know these guys have been playing each other for years, and they recognize. Legends and yeah. uh, clearly Rory Bass is an absolute legend. I, yeah, I, I was a poopy pants about one thing in this game. Yeah, and that was that they pulled off Rory Best and Johnny Sexton at the same time, and I thought that that they kind of deserve their own individual goodbyes. Um, especially Ovations, you don't yeah. want to overshadow either one. Like I didn't even like they pulled Bestie off, and there was a huge to do about it. Mm. And then at the, like right afterwards, like oh yeah, and Sexton came off too, and that's not fair to Sexton because this is. I'm guessing this is his last World Cup. Definitely his last World I'd Cup, but last not his cup. last game in an Ireland no. jersey. So no. it's a, it's a different it's a different goodbye. But at the same time, I, I thought Sexton deserved a, a, a farewell, a mm-hmm. World Cup farewell. Yeah. Um, on ra- his own. Raise your hand if you didn't shed a tear when Rory Best was doing his interview. Oh, I definitely did. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't help yeah. it. <laughs> couldn't help it. I mean, he's got that face, even though he kind of looks like a potato. He's, <laughs> he's got that sweet that face. Lo- that lovable face. Yeah, 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 yeah. A I face s- only a mother could love, but still uh, lovable. <laughs> yeah, I read like a, or I think I saw something because James Haskell and Mike Tyndall and the, the English contingent have headed uh, over there, The Mr. Bantosaurus Rex himself. <laughs> and he said, yeah. you know, there's a funny quote that he was saying that, you know, on the Lions tour, uh, he's playing a drinking game with Rory Best, and it just ended up turning into neck a pint. <laughs> Rory Best that. telling him to neck a pint. <laughs> that was the game. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, so uh, hats off to Rory Best. Obviously, it was a it's an incredible career for any player, mm-hmm. and he's he's done the game in Ireland. Obviously, a lot of good. Uh, Ulster fans should be very proud about what the what they have there and. Uh, I, I definitely tip my cap to, to the man that has led Ireland to such good success. 37 years old. He is a warrior to be still playing at that mm-hmm. level at that age. Yeah. So tip of the cap to him. Uh, All Blacks move on from this match, 46-14, to 14, and they face England next weekend. It's going to be a freaking goddamn good one. 
So we'll get to that in a second, but yeah. And then the Sunday games, the first one. Oh boy, who's who unclenched the butt cheeks after like ten minutes after the final whistle after this one because it was like it was neck and neck the whole time. It was just super intense too. That I was mean, the thing. The 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 Welsh players coming off the pitch did not look like they just won no a quarterfinal. Kidding. They looked like they just survived yeah. it and were like, mm-hmm. we, they did. We're moving on. They survived a quarterfinal. They didn't. And the French scoring those tries with the first two tries in like what? It was the first seven minutes. Something um, to that effect, yeah. yeah. You know, and that quick. Was, and again, like I said, back in the French, French like a wounded dog. Mm-hmm. You know, being backed into a corner, they're going to come out and yeah. they're going to fight. Four minutes and seven minutes with their yep. two tries. There you go. And uh, I, I, I wanted the French to win, I guess. Yeah. Because I, I just hate Wales. <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and there's been – but credit to Wales in the sense that, you know, they're going with Dan Biggers. There was technically their second-choice fly half. Um, there's worse people you can right. go yeah, with there's a second-choice. You know, <laughs> uh, but, you know, Dan Biggers had two – Knocks to his heads this World mm-hmm. Cup. Yeah, you know he's been playing both that games. Was a tough cho- I, I was surprised by that choice. Yeah, you put Reese Patchell in at ten. He's not winning. No. A, you know, a, 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 a knockout game. I he served. Think. He served well in the Australia game. I'll get. You got to give him that. Certainly did. Um, but you know, and then of course Wales loses Josh Navidi mm-hmm. uh, to injury. The whole, um, and he's the rest, off. He's, the rest he's of the done. World Cup he's too. done. It's a hamstring Ugh. thing. Uh, and so it would have been good to you know see mm-hmm. him because yep. he's. Um, He's a great, you know, he's a good old Kiwi product that's Welsh. And he is a unit on yeah. top of the, all yeah. that. <laughs> um, but, I mean, the, to be honest, though, with the French, right, so four years from now, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll all, the three of us will all be in France for this World Cup, for that World Cup. Allez! Yeah. Allez les bleus! <laughs> um, I think the plan is, you know, this is, this is good for France. I don't think they were expecting to get this far, really. I mean, maybe they're, they had yeah. high hopes, but like sure they weren't. Expectations they were, yeah. were somewhat there, right? Yeah. But not to not to be this level of they they, they, should, they had this game. I mean, so we, we talk about it that that every tournament France rocks up with one performance. So, like you said, James, they're mm-hmm. they're 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 at their best and their backs to the wall, and they still hadn't had their one their French one-off. performance, yeah. and this was it. And yeah, it's just came up short. It's unfortunate that one player had to go and fucking ruin it for them. Yeah. The, the, yeah I, well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll comment on that in a second. And that was the one game. Well, I didn't see that game. I saw France Argentina live in Tokyo mm-hmm. uh, at the Tokyo Stadium, and that was pretty. They played pretty, pretty cool. Played pretty damn yeah, well in that, that game was too. A, and that was a great game because it was Argentinian physical rugby and then expansive French rugby. Very. And they scored. Very. Oh, open flare yeah. rugby as they and, do, and the drop goal as well, which we mm-hmm. haven't seen mm-hmm. too many since that. No. Really, nope. Um, Lopez tried again, but we, we, no, we, we, yeah, we'll they've tried some, a bunch now. Yeah. I'll see. We'll see some this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was it. Was pretty cool, and the, the French were really up for it. The French fans were there, and the, I, I went there with a beret in hand, uh, su- supporting the French because uh, um, I've been to France a lot, and once one time in middle school, uh, we went there, and it was great because you could like. They let us buy like firecrackers and porn. Oh yeah, you, you mentioned porn. this before. Yeah, that's so, right. You mentioned. Thank this. you, France. <laughs> yeah, for that and alcohol at like you know fourteen years 14, old. So yeah. I love France. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it was the Argentinian fans that were way more into it and really, really nice and welcoming. So nice. uh, I kind of switched allegiance. But the gaucho men of of Argentina, the guys that are like the cattle um, mm-hmm. cowboys of Argentina, they wear berets too. So. 
It was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that elbow by Farmahina, Farmahina, the, the man from New Caledonia, um, that was horseshit. Mm-hmm. What, uh, you, there's no what place you, in rugby. What for were that. you doing? Like, and he looked over, like, "Ooh, did anybody see me?" There's three right. sets of eyes on you, and there's a fuckload of cameras on yes. you. Yeah. Somebody saw it. Yeah. I hate to tell you, and as, it was soon, as, as the, soon as the TMO buzzed down, I was like, "You're done." The announcer said it. He even while well, during the during the play, he's like, "Oh, that was there was an elbow in there from a French player." That's and, what I thought too. Yeah, and I was like, well, "Oh, Wainwright was getting choked first. That yeah. was the first thing I saw, and I was like, "Uh." Somebody gonna do something about this, and then the elbow and came. The elbow I was like, came "Oh, in, you're you know. done. You are so done." And but he's he's just announced today that he's gonna retire retire from the French national team, which Good. I think is it's a little excessive. Bye. In my mind, I think if he wants to just walk away, I done. don't know. I think if he wants to sort of redeem himself, I I thought he had said that that was that the decision had been made before the World Cup. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't based on that. It was just that he was done. No, he's done. He's done two things that everybody will remember him forever yeah, against uh, Wales. Garbage, yeah, against <laughs> Wales both times. A garbage pass that George North mm-hmm. intercepted oh, to win yeah. the game, and then that which pretty much cost them the game. So, um, but the, sorry, Bamahina, bye bye. The fourteen that 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 stayed on after that just played their balls off. They did. Mm. I mean, you, you outside of the scrums, you could not tell that there were only fourteen on the field. Mm. For for France, the way they were they were playing and, and the 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 intensity that they brought, but the scrum was what killed them. Well, and for but for me the 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 final I don't know if it was the, the final nail in the coffin, but one that certainly st- started to slam the lid shut was the the kick from Madar, and they kept kicking back and forth, and I and I thought it was a good tactic, but I was like they can't screw any of these up. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, Madar kicks one out the back and mm-hmm. the scrum way the fuck up midfield. I was like that's not going to end right. well now, and especially not with the scrums. Like you can't take a scrum. Mm-hmm. Like that's just that's it. Like even by that point, mm. we knew because yeah, they, they, they had a couple scrums, you know, offensive and defense. The off- offensive ones, the ball was just shooting out. And they couldn't do anything with it, and because yeah. they weren't putting another, they weren't putting really an eight in there. No. And then the defensive ones, Wales are just blowing them off the ball. Right. So it's like, well, and that's how they they ended up winning. But, mm-hmm. um, damn, like that. Yeah, you can't take a scrum. So whatever you do, like even if you you kick Avoid it directly it to touch, costs, man. fine. That's that's such a better result than kicking it out the back. Yep. Um, well, one Maxi Medard, it's crazy that he's still still around, and yes. mud chops are still around. Yes, <laughs> like, you'll never are, miss those. That's for sure. Like consistently had mud chops for for like almost ten years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's absurd. Uh, second is uh, the picture of Jaco Piper with the Welsh fans oh, reenacting yeah. that elbow, which he... I think it's all fun and game. Uh, personally, probably not the best move by him. PR wise, no. Probably after a couple of beerus. <laughs> Definitely um, after a couple yeah. of beerus, maybe a shot or two as well. Yeah. But yeah, but like, I don't think there needs to be an investigation mm. into it. No. It's you just know? no. It's not a good look, but that doesn't. We don't need to go to that it's, level. It's not in the best taste, but it's not wrong. It's one of those like you probably just should have done that. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) And and let's not forget, he wasn't the one who called the red card. It was the TMO buzzing down saying, "You got to look at that." Like Mm -hmm. he was, he was. I'm not saying he was fine with it, but he didn't see it. He didn't see it. So it's not as though he's like, "Look, I, 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 uh, I I called a red card on 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 France." No. that's I got, why somebody I'm like, got my no, attention they, so they, I could was, so I could make, present this red card for yeah, them. Yeah, there's nothing there's nothing for him to do. His hands were tied. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if he's it, it, it's not the best look, 
because it is, you know, it's it just kind of shows a little bit of bias, but not really. It's just yeah, it's, and the game's over, right? Yeah. Um, I just yeah, it's yeah. and I'm guessing his World Cup is over at that point. Maybe, Probably. Maybe not as at we'll, least as the yeah. Well, with South Africa official. still on it, it's yeah, gonna be tough yeah, to say. Yeah, he won't he won't play any part in any South African game. Right. right. So we'll um, see. And I don't know if they've announced the refs for the the two semifinals. I'm sure not quite. Nigel yet. Owens will get the nod. <laughs> And maybe in one of them, yeah, and for sure. And Barnes, maybe. That's what one. I would think, that, that Nigel would get the England, yeah. New Zealand, and Barnes, you would get Wales, South There's Africa. Rumors is going to be a French ref for the final, which just doesn't oh. sound good at all. <laughs> How, to How to destroy a final. How to destroy a final. Oh, God. Uh, we'll see. Maybe uh, maybe Gus Gardner. I'd take him. Yeah, I'd take Angus Gardner's fantastic. I'd take him all day. He's, he's, good he's great. Um, so two two more notes, and then we'll move on. Um Wainwright, I thought was a bit of a suspect selection. Yes, shut he did. me, shut me right the fuck up. Good for him. Uh, good on you, dude. Um, and we can't ignore the impact on this game that Vremi Vakatawa had. He was almost impossible to tackle for mm. the Welsh. So uh, good on him. Uh, who was your star of the week? I forgot. Oh, you know what? I actually, wrote it down. Was it Morrow? Uh, I think so. Okay, so that's what. That's not. That's I had to told you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, my who was my sit? Genia. Oh, <laughs> well, that worked. Yeah. That, that well, was right. Dusty was mine. Still got 27. <laughs> How about that? Wrote that right in your face. <laughs> um, anyway, so there was some good There was some good point stuff for this. Um, we'll obviously talk about the Welsh when we do start sit. Uh, Welsh move on, 20 to 19, in a squeaky bum time match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time. Squeakiest of bums. Squeakiest yeah. of bums. Uh, and they will face the, the Springboks, who... Uh, broke the world's hearts yes. and beat Japan, <laughs> and, and you know you couldn't you couldn't help but cheer for Japan if you, if you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were just so. I mean, you know, as much as I was, I, I've been talking like you hear the announcers say, "Oh, Japan are small. Japan are small." That's I, to me, that's old hat. Japan are they're fairly sizable as a as a team. I'm not getting in the way of Amaki Mafi or Himeno. Not in this game, though. Um, they yeah. well, I mean, John, compare them to the freaking locks that <laughs> right, freaking the Springboks walk out plus Dwayne Vermeulen on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. And Dutois, like Dutois, yeah, Dutois like, not small he was, They're just so yeah. They're they they just like they were like I mean that one where they dragged I don't remember who was it a uh, um, Matsushima into touch. I think so. It just like oh by the way we're gonna now tackle you with three people oh we're just gonna lift you up and we'll put you down in touch. Like, <laughs> It's just not. It's fair. not fair. <laughs> it's really not fair. I mean, it. it yeah, that. It, it, that could have. That would have happened to anybody. It's not just Japan that 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 would happen to. But damn, uh, they yeah. they were out muscled in every respect. Unfortunately, mm. tough to tough to out, out strength Elizabeth Diager, Snayman, and Mostert. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's it's definitely sad to see you know that Japanese team who just dominated Scotland and mm-hmm. in Ireland and put on these incredible performances and, and certainly have. Uh, brought up the question of whether they should be known as a tier two team anymore. I don't think so. Oh, I think uh, I think it's no question about that. Should, yeah. I think that should be put to bed, and this should be a tier one team. If Italy's a tier one team, they should be. Tier yeah, one. absolutely. And I also saw today, and it's, again, rumor, rumors and conjectures. Rumor, rumor, rumor. That um, they're 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 they might reverse the decision to to knock the Sunwolves out of. Yeah, when sixty million people tune in to yeah. watch. Japan play rugby, no shit. And they're like, this oh, just wait. Sh- shows again Sanzar is just a, a terrible organization yeah. right. and a bunch of morons. 
and you know get rid of getting rid of Western force that was stupid as uh, well. That wasn't the best. So decision. you know completely isolate Western Australia from mm-hmm. from you know that rugby which was shit. Mm-hmm. So not, not good. Not I good. don't know. I don't know. Bad decisions left and right. I, I, going back to to positives. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we I, know sands are stupid. No. Let's could, move on from could, that. <laughs> I found it difficult to tell when Michael Leach got the ball. Did you? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> the whole crowd. I as know. Soon, every Leech. time he touches the ball, Leach. Yeah. All right. Oh, I, wow. I guess I know who's got it. <laughs> yeah, he, he was everywhere yeah. in Tokyo, like in the subways, on the buildings. Oh, everybody's painting the beards on themselves. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. So he was was, um, I like that. It was cool. It was but then also when, uh, it was funny because like, there was Adidas stuff, so there'd be all this all-black stuff. Asics or Asics or whatever we, you want to call it. Whatever um, it is. You'd see the Springboks and you'd see um, the Australians. Right. And so those were the four rugby teams mm-hmm. that you kind of saw um, mm-hmm. just because of, you know, the, the brands that they're associated with. Um, but the, Tokyo certainly was uh, pretty rugby mad. Uh, and I'm sure all the other cities that had rugby in it, I, I went down to Osaka uh, and it was somewhat rugby mad, but not as much as Tokyo. Where Tokyo was going crazy. There was a lot. You could tell there's a there's way more Westerners on the street than usual because we were walking and eating and drinking. Uh, and people from Japan do not eat or drink while they walk. Uh, it's a big no-no. Mm. Uh, you kind of kind of go, you sit down, you have your meal, and then you like okay. get about your day. Good to know. Uh, and another telltale sign was there were no trash cans anywhere uh, and i was having a beer every time i saw a convenience store and there was nowhere to put my trash hang on to that so, shit man but Which is then, odd because you, uh, you know well the city's so, much... so incredibly clean right. the country's so incredibly clean everybody takes their trash home with them oh. and disposes it there lessons um, to take mm-hmm. yeah so that yeah. was uh um, that was interesting goodness. Uh, ultimately though the difference between the two teams i mean the scoreline, I think, doesn't really tell it. It's the, not the fair. Twenty-six no. to three. No, it doesn't um, tell at all. That I mean, you, the possession was fifty-four forty-six in favor of Japan. The territory, territory was fifty-fifty. 50-50. Like yep. these were two fairly evenly matched teams. It, and the, the difference again was is, was the just the bully power that that uh, South, South Africa, Africa brought. Yeah. And one thing I'm I'm glad to say ultimately is that you know the the top the the four teams that moved on that are going to be in the semis are clearly the best four teams in the world. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. And it's hard to argue otherwise. And I would say of, you know, the the, the four other the losing teams in the quarterfinals, I thought that that France and Japan were the two that were clearly that that next level. Mm-hmm. Um and the scoreline kind of reflects that, but um well, you know, again, Japan played out of their minds. Um yeah, and and totally. I, that, like welcome to the world stage, and, yeah. and I hope they can keep that going. I hope so too. This is very positive for them. Very. Um, it looks like um, I don't know if he's if it's if he's confirmed it, but Kenki Fukuoka mm-hmm. um, plans to go turn turn to a medical career right after his rugby. Which I, is, how that is he... the most Japanese thing yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, to return to you know their studies. Right, <laughs> and the business school, and because he started as as the reserve, yeah, and he came in and he he dominated that up. Ireland match, and and earned his way into the starting role and, st- and and played well there too. This is a guy who, I mean, he could play professional rugby. He could keep doing this for a while, mm-hmm. but but to uh, to give that up for for med- medical career, that's uh, well, well, something else. That's I don't an amazing know if he decision. will. Um, Especially when you have Tokyo Olympics next year, mm-hmm. with the sevens, there's the second second Olympics. They're going to be around. Mm-hmm. Japan's going to have a team there. 
um, he could easily put his hand up and yeah. say, I want to be on that team. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I don't know if he's going to be switching jerseys for medical coats and scrubs just yet. We'll Maybe see. Not. I yeah. mean, it's it's a lot to there, – there's a lot more opportunities now than there were for him four weeks ago. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, two, point, two points that I want to make in them. We'll, we'll get moving on from this. Um, Mbanabi came off for injury, but I also wonder if they wanted to use that as an excuse to pull him for Marks because it felt like that he was just not getting the job done. Um, wasn't doing anything special to me. No. Malcolm Marks is just – he has that that X factor that mm-hmm. they probably need mm-hmm. in, in a knockout game. I don't care if it's Japan. You, you still need that. So, And then two – the one thing that Japan is missing that can get them over the hump and into a semifinal, um, there's not it's not just one, but one glaring, glaring thing is a ten that can just mm-hmm. get just can make plays. And you tomorrow did not get it no, done. Tomorrow, the fact that he got pulled, yeah, you know, kind of says it. Like, and then and at that point, you know, the Japanese are just trying anything that they can throw mm-hmm. throw yeah. at the wall. But you know, but he was so, not. He, he, he wasn't special most of the tournament either. No, he wasn't. Um, and one last thing from me mm-hmm. is. Uh, the decision to only go with the, a yellow on Beast and to not involve the TMO at yeah, all. Just to say, nope, it's a yellow, we're done with it. Yeah. I um, I respect the decision and the firmness with which he made it. He made it quick. He made it quick. Um, I, I, would, I would have appreciated it if he didn't involve the TMO just to make sure because um, that, that looked ugly. It wasn't, mm. wasn't pretty. No, and that's, that's prop on prop. And if you're – Lifting a prop, prop up prop and, crime. And, right, <laughs> and if you're doing that to a prop, uh, do you have done something? You know, it's not like I mean, he's he's the beast. His nickname is the beast for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And if it was a scrum half, okay, maybe he's you're dead. like he, you know, that's like not much for him. Yeah. But but that a prop, dead. I think at that point he he didn't do that completely accidentally. So no. I, I thought I, I thought that that was a he, little. He's uh, the guy that holds he, people uh, up. In, in lineouts and if they go or no in kickoffs in kickoffs and if yeah. they and, and manages to like you know when they hold on to them when they get fall back fall backwards he still holds them <laughs> or up horizontal yeah. Rather, yeah yeah the yeah. beast 115 caps for that guy yeah he's a big boy great player um, I think he got off light and very easy yeah. and that could have changed the, the shoulder match. was the only reason they they yeah. got away with it um all right so obviously South Africa move on and like we said, break the hearts of everybody around the world, but they will face Wales, and that's, again, another one that's going to be a, a great match for everybody to watch around the world. Uh, no spoilers, you jerks. I, I'm watching that thing on delay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm trying to, like, not second-guess myself, but, like, if Wales get into World Cup final and they win the World Cup, like, hell will freeze over. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, like we'll the see. world will end if Wales wins a world. <laughs> it happen. Uh, it may happen. Uh, we'll see. They they have some quality players not beat too. New Zealand, that's for sure. They might not have to. Might not have to. Yeah. yeah, they might not have to. Okay. All right. Well, with all that fun, there was still a lot of fun to be had, and that was the opening weekend of the Prem. Uh, you know, we fun we light. Saw, yeah, fun light. Yeah, fun light. <laughs> um, so Bristol and Bath got kicked off Friday night, and Bristol. Shut me the right uh, the fuck up. Um, I think your, Bristol your contenders thoughts, this year. Your thoughts, buddy? Um, I think Nathan Hughes is changes. He changes that team mm-hmm. and he brings the dimension that they lacked last year um, of that just bully in, in space. Um, it was and it was fun as hell to watch him and Mercer uh, compete against each other. Even mm-hmm. though Mercer was hurt a little bit at first, um, but but got himself sorted out. Right. Um, but I mean. What a what a game by the Bears! 
Um, Absolutely. Just that, you know, it was, again, close at the first half, but uh, really they, uh, Bristol separated themselves in every phase. Uh, yeah, separated themselves in every phase of the game from, from Bath in that second half, yeah. and, and that was the result. And um, one note that I want to make before we uh, – I don't want to move on from this game too fast, but let's, uh, let's save a little bit of time because we'll talk about both teams when we do start or sit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Bristolian boy, <laughs> Owen Lloyd, getting a try on his debut coming on. Uh, yeah. You know, you got you got to love that. You just can't hate that. You got to love that. And no. He, it, man, it, that crowd went nuts when he got over the line. Right. That was that was pretty cool. Because, I mean, and they were talking him up before the match, saying, like, at least the, the Bristol were, were, were telling people, you got to watch out for this kid, got to watch out for this kid. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, they they were right. Yeah, played, played brilliantly. Do you think this will um... – well, if, if Nathan Hughes continues in this form, he'll sort of play himself back into that England setup come uh, Six little, Nations I time. Little, I was a little shocked that he got left off the team, to be to be fair, but because he had been like one of Eddie's boys forever. So uh, not in the past year, though. In the past year, with the emergence of Underhill, Curry, mm-hmm. and Wilson, um, you know, if if it's not Van it's one of those guys, you know. So I don't even. Know. Oh, and, and, and of course there was. Um, What's his name? Who was a couple of those shot calls that were you know? Oh, Lewis Ludlam. Lewis Ludlam, who actually I think has played pretty damn well. He has. He's he's so he deserves that as well. Um, I yeah, I thought that was an interesting omission. But I guess you know you play your you play your 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 rugby at home and you show you 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 can compete. uh, You can get back into the team. Mm -hmm. I think he also showed a little bit of uh, again that that uh, ability to operate in space. That I don't think he really showed that as much with with no, wasps. I think he was more there, like power guy. We're gonna we're gonna bash this up with Hughes. Whereas Bristol were more like we're gonna spin it around, throw the ball around, and then oh wait, we're in space. Let, Pat Lamb does that. Let's give it to Hughes in in for sure in the middle of the field or, or out wide where uh, you know when when there's there's room for him to operate, and that's really what makes a guy like him so much more effective. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think that's gonna help him being in a, in a system where he's he's used. To, to better use his talents rather than just use him as a battering ram. Mm, see, die young. Yeah, so <laughs> Bristol take care of business, forty-three to sixteen against their against their Derby rivals, and to, man, that that team is not somebody that I would sleep on by any means whatsoever. And then we move on to last year's um, top of the table finishers. Come at least end of the regular season, Exeter and Quinns. Uh, this was this had back and forth a lot. Um, Felt like Quinn's had control of this game for a long time, and then all of a sudden Exeter decided to seize control. I was like, "Sounds okay. familiar." <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> not not unusual for Exeter, I suppose. But yeah, it definitely felt like the um, that the Quinns let this one get away from them. I think they I think they had this for the taking, and they just didn't capitalize on the opportunities they should have. Um, the <laughs> the end of the game, I will say, was a little bit uh, bizarre for me. I don't know. Did you watch it? Did you watch this one at all? No, I didn't watch uh, the second half. So Matt Kovacic, they win a penalty and there's uh, 78 and 30 left on the clock, or uh, that's gone on the clock. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't you take a penalty, take a minute off the clock, take a penalty. You can give yourself, you know, a, a try, at least a try lead, and then maybe t- and dial that back. And Kovacic, I think it was Kovacic that quick tapped it. I was oh. like, dude, well, <laughs> and they turned that- it over. 
I was like, oh, that's a terrible idea. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. They quick tapped and turned it over. Gee, sounds that familiar. sounds fucking familiar. <laughs> I don't want to talk, want to talk about that. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that was that was a kind of a hammerhead decision on his part. Um, Sam Simmons has seem, seemingly reclaimed uh, that eight jersey. Yes, he, he looked has. pretty fucking good. So good, good on him. Um, Lindajo did all right filling in for Danny Care. <laughs> I was filling out the freaking spreadsheet for the fantasy, and I. Did it? I freaking was like, wait, Tom Lade, why is he on the Quins? Oh wait, never mind, he's on the Quins. <laughs> yeah. I almost, I was like, no, he's on Exeter. I was like, no, he's not. No, he's he's not. on the Quins. Uh, not no mo. I couldn't stop myself. Uh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> so yeah, um, those. I mean, obviously, there was some brilliant plays. Uh, bad decisions in kicking for uh, Quins going into touch on on the fall and mm-hmm. going out the be- stuff like that. So they that, that's in the end what probably did him in. With a game this tight, so uh, good on good on the freaking uh, Chiefs for doing what they did. I have to say, it says a lot about how much they like Joe Simmons at this point that they didn't bring Steenson on, and they just let him go, and they because they believed he could get the job yeah. done, and he did. So he did. Uh, you know, we we talked about it like the, he's going to be their guy. Yeah. You know, what, sooner or later he's going to be their guy. Because Steenson's just not special. No, I think Simmons has a lot more in the in in the basket than he, than I, than Steenson does. So I still think they could use a little bit better option there. I think still that's a, that's a weak point for them. Well, in terms of the two that they have currently, I'll take Simmons. Well, I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing. I'm I'm just saying that overall, though those two they they need to improve on on those two. Yeah, understood. I, that that I won't I won't uh, deny you that. Uh, so Exeter win 22-19 over the Quins. And let's go on to, oh, boy, uh, unfortunate things that happened at Allianz Park. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get, you know, I mean, well, I'm not. When I'm the not whole gonna... team is at the World Cup. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of a different story. Yeah. When, I mean, I can you think know. of one. Let's see. Skelton would be a usual starter. Jackson Ray would usually be a starter or on the bench. Spencer's probably in there. Good. Uh, of the guys that are that we would get back, I'd say that's it. So we have four guys that would be in the team. I can't even say that they would all be starting that that were on the field for Saracens mm. this match and right. that were starting in this match. Right. So, you know, it's it's rough. And then you look at across from the Saints, they played a f- expansive and awesome game. They did. To that to their credit, you know, Henry Taylor comes back and haunts us. God damn it. <laughs> um, they play, you know, he played his ass off. Yeah, but Spencer uh, had a really good game himself. Yes, so it's no, not like, it's, it's not like... We, we were we were spoiled for choice, and that's just, that, that was just the thing. Like he was buried on the death chart. There was if it wasn't Wigglesworth, it was Spencer. If it wasn't Spencer, it was Whiteley. So he was mm-hmm. third to fourth man down at best. So right. you know I can't blame him for moving on. Um, Hutch played as angry as, as expected he does. because you know he should be he should should have been in Japan. He's he'd be on his way back now. Maybe mm-hmm. he wouldn't be. Who knows if Maybe. he was there? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it does speak a lot for the Saracens. About how little uh, McCall trusts the the guys that were on the bench because he left most of them on there, and unfortunately, Kapoku, who I thought would be a guy he would definitely bring on, and instead he brings on Hunter Hill. Yeah. So I was like, wow, he really doesn't trust. That that, that was odd. That I thought that was and weird. well and and uh, TT played all eighty. Yeah, that's he the was other thing. dying at. The, I mean, he gave up. He, uh, was he gave smoked. up the last. Was, was it him? That, I think One he gave the up the last penalties, penalty. Yeah. And that that's like that's not fair to to put a prop in that position to to play a full eighty. And he just traveled after he after he just played the World Cup and yeah, it was just traveling. Yep. Um. So, th- but that also goes to like you said, that goes to show how little he trusts the the re- the, the reserve reserves. Yeah, we're we, and you know we're scraping the bottom of the barrel yeah. for the Saracens at this point with 
all the guys that are away. Maitland will be back next week. Mm-hmm. So that'll, that'll be one guy that they can put back that'll in be there. Helpful. Duncan Taylor will be back next week, I would imagine, as well. So that's somebody they can at least put on the bench, if not start. Yeah. Um, so I, it I, gives them some more options at the very least. I, I, and it's a shame that this is a good opportunity. This is a, I mean, not a good opportunity. This is a great opportunity for a lot of these younger Saris players. Uh, the Lowingtons, um, Sagan. I thought Sagan played decently um, within the, the system. Ball a couple he, times. He, he, yeah, he had a couple of, of hiccups. Um, but uh, Lewington, to me, again, he's very much a he, he's very athletic. Not still the best decision maker. Needs to make better decisions. And yep. I don't. I still. I'm not liking Goody at ten. No, I think they can. I think they can either slide Laws over, or they need to bring in Malins. Yeah, that's probably your best option. Because Goody though. just didn't. He wasn't himself. Yep. Um, that showed up in his he's, fantasy he's score. A better fullback. Yeah. Yes. He just, by far. He, he's so good in that, that when he has that room to operate this in the space, and he, that's his that's his sweet spot, and mm-hmm. and he loses that at ten. Yep. Um, notes for the Sar- for the Saints. Excuse me. Um, Tamana Harrison was a late drop, mm. so Wood had to slide to eight, and I believe it was either Cole, it was either Coles or Tonks that had to come into the lineup. Both mm-hmm. played pretty well for themselves. Um, Alex Moon played pretty well. Dave Ribbons, I've been saying it for the whole freaking since last year. Dave Ribbons is a house. Do not fuck with him. He is no. so good. He played he his ass off. Bloody good. So I, yeah, I, I like him a lot. Um, so yeah, the the Saints played an, a, a a very good game. So mm-hmm. I'm not taking anything away no, from them whatsoever. Uh, full credit to Chris Boyd and his team. They wa- they they earmarked this game probably when they first got the schedule and said, this is a game this we can win. You can sneak up and take it, yes, and they did. Yes, absolutely, and they did. So cre- full credit to Saints, 27-25 and 25 at the Allianz against the Saracens. So good on them, and that puts them right back on this track that they left off on when they ended the regular season last mm-hmm. year. So good on them. And <laughs> you must have been excited about this result, Worcester beating Leicester. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Knowing what I know about you. Yeah. And what everybody uh, else out, know that, out there probably knows about Ben as well. Worcester finishing. Yeah. A couple that, good finishes. That's that's a that's a good result for them. Um not even just the 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 score the win um but actually scoring the tries uh instead of mm-hmm. you know the get totally. you know settling for the, the line breaks and and whatnot. Um with that coming away without the points. They 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 right. put up the points they needed to put up put up and Lester or Lester. Are we is the expectation is that Worcester is potentially going to be one of those bottom teams. Absolutely. If yeah. not the so bottom a, of the barrel. This is a huge one. This was them. a huge win this, for them, especially and there's a big again, another big loss to open the season for for Leicester. Leicester. Maybe the score line wasn't what it was last year, but no. b- but the result being the same um is not good, especially against the team that they they were playing cuz yeah. this is another, this is a team they had a hard time beating last year yeah. too. So th- I mean that speaks a lot to that. So are the bugs still around from Leicester? This is a sign that they Still are, right. just, you know, kind of heads up. I mean, it also doesn't help that they're only good players. I just shouldn't say they're only good players. Most of their Most really of their good decent players, players are, mm-hmm. are in Japan. Yeah, yeah. So agreed. So, you know, when you're, when you're stuck with, uh, you know, the, the Callum Greens and Guy Thompsons and then everyone else is, who the fuck are they? Yeah, um, Berg's not bad. But, yeah, there's some guys that here that probably uh, wouldn't be in the lineup if it wasn't. If it wasn't for the fact that this is a World right. Cup, well, uh, and the other, period. but the bigger problem is that there's guys who are going to be in the lineup even when those guys are back, mm. and that, we'll that's going to we'll be troubling out. for them in the long run. Right. Um, <clears throat> I, I was really, really. Remember when we were talking about the issues with England and their back rows and what they didn't have for right. them? Ted Hill played himself a hell of a game here, and 
you know, we just talked about a couple others in the, mm-hmm. in the Bath Bristol game, and even in the Saracens game, guys like Ben Earl stepped up. You know, I don't, oh, yeah. I, I don't think good. that problem exists anymore. Certainly not at the oh. flank. And then also, I mean, we haven't got to them yet, and I've sadly forgotten about the poor guy because he definitely was going to be on that plane. But Brad Shields mm-hmm. uh, came over to England just because. he Wanted to go to the World Cup. Yep, and uh, injuries kind of bu- well, buggered that one. Yeah, and he went to the wrong team for that too. So but, to, yeah. wa- to wasp, but um, well, maybe you never know if, if something happens to an English second row. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. flanker or something. Maybe he'll uh, he'll put him on a plane. He'll put him on the plane. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Worcester take care of it, twenty four to sixteen, and uh, good on them. This is a good start to them to at least challenge to make sure that they're not the like it's not such a cakewalk for them to get relegated. Yeah, it's not either them mm-hmm. or I or London Irish uh, or maybe yeah. Leicester. Right. Well, yeah, Le- we'll see. Leicester's my dark horse. Uh, yeah, to go down. Um, so yeah, good for the, good on them. Especially with the result we're going to talk about two games from now. Yep, absolutely. Did you watch the Sale Gloucester game? I looked at the result and said, "Fuck that! I'm not watching that game." Dude, so really, we can talk about the one thing. And listen, I think I think Sale played a pretty darn good game. They let Gloucester back in. It's you know, mm-hmm. it, it pretty much as you can see it right here. If especially if you look at kind of the the yeah, flow the, that we have right. here, a lot of Sale lost Sale, then Gloucester storming back. The end of the game, they got a, the Sale got a penalty, and Robert Dupree knocked it off the post. Oh. And it and they and Gloucester was able to gather and kick it out. Would it be fair to say that Sale is essentially like South Africa? We like, talked about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That for um, some reason that uh, they're the Sale Sharks. Yeah. yeah. No, we, did, we played for some Sharks, but now we play for these ones in the north of England. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah very they decided much so. they want to go up to. I think they're in Salford, just outside of Manchester, right? Uh, which is a dark place. Uh, and <laughs> I apply their so. trade. But I think that's going to make sale, especially when uh, Tom Curry comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I'll, and they, they got a couple of South African yeah, platforms. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think they're going to be competitors. They'll in. be formidable. Yeah, yeah. It definitely. They, they won't be somebody to sleep on by any I think it's about time that a team, another team, uh, sorry, serious fans over here, but comes in and challenges for the, for the, for the title. But <laughs> I, I think, uh, well, I think there's, a, like, I mean, uh, I don't see any reason why Gloucester can't be that team. I don't see any reason at this point why Bristol can't be that team. Um, I, I think if if and yeah, I'm a little biased on this one, but I think if any team here is looking at um, and well, any team at the, the top of the table from last year is, is should be looking very closely at their rearview mirror. It's mm-hmm. Exeter, yeah, because Saracens can play any style, whereas Exeter really are, are limited to their keep it in the forwards, crash it, crash. They don't really have the backs. Well, maybe they will when the the World Cup is when over. Noel gets back. That's about the best thing they got. But still, Slade, that's Slade's also very good. Yes. Yeah, Slade and and, and Noel are, are going to help them considerably. But they didn't really. I don't think they were terribly impact players. Well, Noel was hurt last year. Yeah, that um, hurt, that, that final. And especially. that'll change things. But uh, and, and I, I'm really interested in seeing what uh, Hagi brings to the table there. Right. Um, I'm just. I, I think of any of the teams, though, the fact that Bristol can now operate in space and in tight, um, and Worcester, if they've put stuff together, and then um, Gloucester and Sale. There's a lot of competition there. Um, there won't be any easy games this this year in no. this competition. I think the, the 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 gaps that we saw both at the bottom and the top will, will be gone. This this is going to be tooth and nail. I think you're going to see it twelve to one. I think it's more like one to nine. But uh, either, either way, you know, either way, that's that's nine is. But even is, the the gap between nine and ten isn't going to be nearly as big as we saw no. with, for the bottom teams last year. 
No. Um, a couple points that I want to make, and then we'll move on here. Uh, Akavina Merva played very well in his, in his debut mm-hmm. for the Sail Sharks. Uh, offloaded one to get, I think it was Byron McGuigan that got over, and another guy that probably should be should have been in Japan, but good on him. Um, the Dupree brothers all played pretty well for themselves. Jail Dupree playing in the second row really kind of made me raise an eyebrow here and there, but if that's where he's going to play, that's not a bad idea. Nope. Very dynamic as a second if he's going to play second row. Um, and I thought the Gloucestermen played pretty well come second half. They had to have a rocket shoved up their butt, mm-hmm. but it uh, it did co- it did come through. Um, they were able to stifle thoroughly, but they forgot about Marshall and Woodward. So yeah, <laughs> and Atkinson does as he kept kept doing since last year, which is just follow follow somebody that's going to make a line break and then gather the ball for himself for a try. So. And, and Billy Trel- Twelve Tree is also just a consistent rock. He's the, always been a yeah, he's been a rock for that team for a long. Yep. You know, whether it's that long, luscious locks of his mm-hmm. um, or just that just he's such a posh boy. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy to think that he was he was a lion at one point. Mm-hmm. He went on the Lions sort of Australia. Right. Um, but yeah, Gloucester, I think, are bu- building on there last year. Absolutely. And going to be good. Yeah. Uh, 1816 Gloucester taken home after a unfortunate missed kick from Robert Dupria that could have won sale of the game. Uh, so Gloucester run away with four points happily. <laughs> And then the Sunday game, Wasp and London Irish. Man, this this had this was a damn good game. It was. It was and, a you know full credit to both teams really. But man, give. the Irish staked out a lead that that Wasps just couldn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the firepower to come back from. Right. Um, Blair Cowan, like I don't remember him playing to this level when he was last in the Premiership. Do you? I know he played for the series for don't a hot minute. Don't look at me. Minute, <laughs> I know he played for the series for a hot yeah. minute, and he did okay, but that's because we were banged up like holy right. hell. But I don't remember him playing to this level. He played, he played unbelievable. Oh, you know, easy shift, casual twenty-two tackles, no big deal. Yeah, and we t- we just talked about young back ro- young back rows. Jack Willis, oh my goodness, this kid. I don't know how many pilfers he had, but mm. this. Don't get tackled near him because he was taking everything. He was literally taking uh, everything he, or winning pens. He won five turnovers. Yeah, and how many pens did he win? It would be the next question I would I would uh, I would want to know because he definitely won at least three or four of those. That doesn't say. Oh man, he he don't don't get tackled near him. It's too bad that he had to have the injury that he had mm. because I have no doubt about about it. If he was playing at this level, he'd be on that plane. He'd be in Japan right now, and you know, and that's not a knock on any of the guys that are there. He'd be in there because it'd be really hard to get him away because he's such a fetcher right now, and you need to have at least one that you can call on, even if you have to throw him on mm-hmm. off the bench. You have to have that, and he he was taking everything away. He he needed one more, but he didn't get it. But it was a and it was a goal line stand by Irish that got him over the line and got them the win. But I thought there was some good stuff in this game. Kibariggi played out of his mind, yes, which did. I knew he would because he was so good at uh, Newcastle. He was just buried in the depth chart again. He had a lot of guys in front of him that it was just really unfortunate. I, I thought he played spectacularly. Obviously, he got two two over the line, but probably should probably should have had a third, if not for what could have been argued as an intentional knock, maybe a penalty try. Eh, not not for me to decide. I, I don't question JP Doyle. So I, I was confused. Um, though towards the end uh with the, the irish being a, a man up and mm-hmm. they're the ones who are wasting time at the scrum i would like even even like the referee was like hey they're, they're, 
they're the ones who are, right. <laughs> who are who are wasting our time here. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if they want to, like, it, like, I understand if Wasps were trying to, to fuck with the scrum, but it's not them, it's the Irish. And, and then they, they settled for a penalty kick instead of yep. uh, continuing on the pressure with, with the man up. Um, just some odd decisions on their part, but it, it didn't obviously didn't change the outcome. Right. Um, but it could have. Yeah. Um, it was good to see Dan Robson back in, in form because, you know, he obviously had that scare at the end of last year. And I'm, gl- I'm glad he's back. He's firing. He looks like he's happily playing rugby again. I think he's got a new perspective on life after that little, mm. that, that, that little hiccup, too. So good on him. Um, he, who should not be named in this match, played like poop. Uh, PJ, uh-huh. yeah. that one. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, he played like absolute crap. It was weird to see Nizam Car without a scrum cap. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. I was like, "Is that Car?" Yeah, yes, it is. Well, so, I mean, where's the scrum cap? <laughs> he's pretty easy to, to spot. <laughs> now he's got the shiny shininess there. Yeah. That'll, that'll do it. You, you know a thing about two about that one there, bud. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, but I was just thinking just his general size. It's like, oh, there's Car. He's yeah, in. he is a unit too. Yes, yeah, so I'll give you that one. Uh, Jacob Umaga stepped in at ten. Mm. Tana's nephew. <laughs> I was like, uh, well, there's worse bloodlines that you can be from. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, we were talking earlier before we went live, but also crazy. I didn't know Curtis Rona signed for mm. London Irish. And mm-hmm. One of, of the course, many. Sean O'Brien is going to be mm-hmm. joining them once he gets fighting fit again. Yep. Um, so there's some um, some pretty Waisaki Naholo is going to play for them. Yeah. Uh, yep. Nick Phipps. Yep. Mafi, right? Yeah, I'm sure yeah, they want like, Phipps sooner than later because Steel Steel uh, Steel hurt his hand in this yeah. game and had to come off. Although um, his Adam his Coleman? replacement Meehan, yeah, Adam Coleman's coming Holy over. Holy crap! Yep. So there's quite you know they, they're not a team you can sleep on now. No, no definitely not. This is sort of a, a team of mercenaries now. Yeah, oh yeah, a little bit. That's, that's, it looks like a, uh, a, a sort of a barbarian second team. <laughs> I mean, that was bit. our question going into the season: is is how quickly those guys can gel, um, and and if they can gel quickly, then they they could cause some damage. It's it, you know people are are picking the Irish to to be relegated just because they're they're they new the, and maybe the, they don't the belong. Guys, but that I don't, doesn't necessarily mean shit. That doesn't mean shit. No. Um, if anybody uh, look at the other team that, that mm-hmm. was across the way from them too. Yeah. Uh, to me, Wasps have a lot of questions. They're not missing much from the World Cup. Right. So yeah. is this if, if this is what they got? Uh, it's going to be a fucking long it's season be, at the yep, Rico. It will be. Um, so two things that I wanted to just th- note for Wasp. Um, there's two guys that they've been trying to find the answer to, certainly one since last year. Um, I think they have the answers. Uh, LaRue is gone. Obviously, the guy that pretends he's playing in the NFL now <laughs> is also is also gone. Um, I think Christian they White. have it. Christian White. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think Marcus Watson and Zach Kabarigi have answered all their problems in terms of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they can probably sign that up and then – you know, yeah, they can bring some. They have Ross Neal and the, mm-hmm. and the likes. Josh Bassett's obviously a solid winger, but yep. I think that's. I think they have their answers at those two positions yeah. for a long time. Speaking of of rugby players that want to try and break into the NFL, I just read that Valentine Holmes, who was a huge NRL star, mm-hmm. uh, he is um, probably going to come back to the NRL. Uh, <laughs> he was signed with the Jets uh, and like was well, on that the was his first squad. problem right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Through that international program that they had, that Christian Wade did, if. and uh, surprise, surprise, he's probably coming back. It just it needs to stop. This whole rugby player thinks they can get into the NFL. It's unfortunate, but it's not going to happen. I, I think it's something that goes over people's head over in England. Like if the NFL wasn't holding spots for guys like that, Christian Wade would have been whacked. Not just like they have a spot for that on their practice squad. He would have been whacked a long mm-hmm. time yeah. ago. 
So yeah, he, wouldn't I mean, made it, he wouldn't have made it after the first week of training camp. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he had that fluke touchdown. But that nobody, nobody, the, nobody, nobody was even close to right. him because they don't know how to play defense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's such a different sport. And the, 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 what, the questions that are asked of players in the NFL is so different than what's in, in rugby. Right. It's we talked not, about it with um, Tig. Yeah, leader. Um, it's so much less like it's not. Here's the structure in which you play, and I'll go do it. It's this is what you're doing on this play. This exact. And if play you don't do exactly this, what you're doing. then you're. you're if you're out. not doing this, you're doing this. That's it. There's right. no like. There's no fluidity to it whatsoever. No. <laughs> you know, it's very rigid. And and it's a, it's a, that's a it's a big uh, even even you know, changing sports is a big ask, but mm-hmm. to uh, then then change the whole style of it. it oh. It's this. It's it's just not a good idea. If you're good at rugby, stick stick with rugby. Yeah, please. Let's, let's Such a better sport anyway. <laughs> no argument out of me, man. Um, uh, we'll save time by skipping over that. Let's do heart. Let's do heart. <laughs> yeah, you can tell my brain's fried. <laughs> um, let's do starter sit for the upcoming World Cup matches, and then we'll go th- go to pick them. Um, yeah. So you're you're up there, big guy. England, New Zealand. England, New Zealand. Um, these are the two best defensive fantasy teams in the tournament um they're they're i think they're two and three um i can't recall who one is off the top of my head i'll double check um keep going as far as giving up total points um new zealand they give up their points in the centers uh they stifle fullbacks and fly half um ireland's locks put up points against them in the quarterfinals so so that's something to watch out for um england they're they're kind of leaky at fly half prop in the back three uh, they don't give up points to centers, hookers, or, or back row, especially eights. Uh, so my starts for, for if you're when you're uh, looking to do this match, um, Aaron Smith, Richie Mwanga, Bridge, Bowden, and Reese um, mm-hmm. play Sevilla and Reed. Uh, they're both matchup proof and pretty much unsittable right now. Uh, for England, uh, Curry and Underhill, uh, Jamie George is matchup proof, and because of what uh, Ireland did, I would say Atoji and Laws are, are start worthy um, for yep. sits. Um, Coles and uh, Taylor for New mm-hmm. Zealand, um, Ritalik, Goodhue, and maybe Stowe, Leonard Brown on your bench. Right. Um, for England, uh, Faz, I, I, I hate to say it, but he's, <laughs> he's somebody you should probably sit. Yeah. Um, and as much as I think, um, oh, fuck, I'm losing him. Tua Laggy. Yeah. Um, it, it, well, he may have a good day. I'm still saying sit him. Yeah, well, we, we talked about it. He's super inconsistent. So yeah. maybe this is the one time that right. he hits, and the last time he hit was Tonga. Right. And absolutely daily. Do not fucking yeah, no. daily. Stay no. Stay away from him. Uh, New Zealand is two. England is three. I got There it is. So there you go. So, yeah, still top three. Right. Two top three teams. All right. Uh, the Welsh and the South Africans. So uh, first for the Welsh. The big one, the I went by the big names that were fairly highly percentage owned. Um, Tom Francis is not a prop you want to start. Hadley Parks and and should not be in there. Uh, Davies, if he plays, okay, he's probably he, he's nearly matchup proof. That's fine. Which Davies? Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> which Davies? Jo- which Jones? Which Adams? No shit. Um, <laughs> fucking all of John, Wales. Jonathan Davies, the center. Sorry. Um, Tip Rick, their back rows are actually the back rows are probably actually okay to play. So Tip Rick and Moriarty, especially Wainwright, if you have him, uh, he's mm-hmm. not super highly owned. But if you have him, go for it. Um, the big name that uh, that you probably want to sit is Alan Wynn mm-hmm. and Ken Owens. Definitely, uh, mm-hmm. they're going to cause right. pro- the you know you saw what happened with the Japanese bad news at line out time, which is where most of these guys make their points. No bueno. Um, of the wings, 
Adams is almost matchup proof. Obviously, he didn't perform super well this one, but I would if you're going to start one or the other, start Adams. Don't start North. Um, any names I missed? Uh, bigger is actually a fly half. You could probably feel okay about starting. There's nobody you're going to feel amazing about starting in at this point. Bigger's probably one that you can feel pretty good about. The two times he's finished, he scored like 24 plus. Mm-hmm. So, and you that's what you're looking for. You're looking for at least that. You'll get a 53 in there somewhere, I promise. It's probably not going to be him, but he's still startable by all means. And Sanjay Willis, um, Liam Williams, stay away. Stay mm-hmm. away. Four, the box. Um, there's some goods and there's some bads. If there's a lock that I'm going to start, it's Lou Diaga. He's been on fire. But actually, the Welsh are almost equally as much of a pain in the ass at starting at the lineout time and the second rows especially. Um, their back rows are actually doing well against the, the Welsh. So Khaleesi and um, Dutois, not so much, but Vermeulen, if you feel if you feel very uh, very much like you need to start him, go ahead. Um, Khaleesi just seems to be catching fire lately anyway. Um, don't start Mar- Marks or Bungie. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, I hate to say it, but of of the back three that seems to be catching catching everything that he's supposed to catch, Mac McPimpy's been much better than Colbe and and I mean Larue, if Larue's in your team, you just quit because you're done. You're you're well, dumb. Sorry. <laughs> you're gonna pick one of McPimpy and Colbe, and you're gonna pick wrong. So just uh, just, yeah, just realize true. that that's what's gonna happen. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So like I said, uh, of any like the only like I said, the only lock to start is Diager. Um, don't start at any of the props. That includes the beast, who's highly owned, which is weird. Yeah, that is weird. Um, Andre Pollard, if you're stuck. If you're stuck. Okay. Well, tens are at a premium this Right. Yeah, if you're kind of like, all right, I've made all the transfers I can make, and the best 10 that I have left is Pollard or... Well, it's unlimited transfers right now. So. Is it unlimited now? Yeah. I thought it was like five. No, I think it's okay. unlimited. Well, even better. Anyway, um, maybe you've hit your quota on team on your right. on players. Uh, Faf, set. Yes. Despite the fact that Welsh, the Welsh aren't that good. Okay, and then let's roll through these real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday night, you got the you got the first match of the week for the Prem. I do. Yay. Um, Bath versus Exeter. Um, starts uh, for Bath. Uh, Laude went for 27 against Exeter, so go with Mercer. Um, <laughs> the Quinns locks did well, too, so go uh, Stuke and, and Ewells. Mm-hmm. Probably good options. Exeter, uh, Sam Simmons and Makovicic. Um And as always, Jack Yandel. Uh, sits for basically the backs. Uh, Bath, most of their back lines, not sure how much action they're going to get against Exeter. Um, and then for Exeter, their centers, Hendrickson and Witten. Uh, Witten, uh, Devoto, if he's playing, I would sit all of them. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, and hold on one second. All right. Um, yeah, why did I do that? I'm an idiot. Anyway, um, so for the Saints, we got. We got Saints and Worcester. Uh, and Worcester. So, I mean, Worcester is going to be pretty easy. The guys like Ted Hill, I would definitely rock him. Hugard had a great game. Weir didn't have a good game, but I'd still I'd still go ahead and play him if he's your guy. Um, Marco Mama played pretty well, so I'd go ahead and do that. That's the only flanker. Those are the only two flankers I'd go. GJ, mm-hmm. Benvelza, and Dupria haven't been that good. Um Nanai, he had a bad start, but I'd still go ahead and play him. Mills is so bloody cheap it's hard to ignore him yeah so you get i would play him as well and then uh make your choice of either Pennell or humphreys one of them should be okay if you need a worcester player so that's not a bad idea anyway for the saints um it's gonna be pretty easy naira Voro, 
Uh, Waller don't start either at all, and actually don't start the Saints front row if you're playing FRD. Hutch is a yes and a yes. Dave Ribbons is a yes and a yes, and so is Tom Collins because he's again we talked about it. Like he doesn't always do great, but he's too damn cheap to just drop. So yeah, <laughs> got to do with it. Um, London Irish versus Sale um, starts. Uh, the Irish locks not in in Bota, mm-hmm. uh, and then Rona in the centers um, for Sale. Uh, Wasps back row did well, so look for Sale's back row to have a day. You, they, you, you've got, I'm sure, two or three on your roster. Mm-hmm. Um, those should be on your team. Uh, I, for the uh, for the sits, uh, sit uh, Voldemort because um, <laughs> Sale locked down Cipriani last week. I think they could probably do the same to this douche. You guys are just bringing zero attention to him. Um, <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, no, no. I, I mean, I appreciate it. The, the guy's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. He? Yeah. Um, and then for sales, uh, for sale, the, for sits, the, the centers. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the Irish stopped better, in my opinion, better centers for the Wasps than what Sale are bringing. So I would assume that they would do the Highly same. Highly yeah. I won't argue with that. Um, Gloucester, Gloucester and Wasp, uh, the aforementioned Wasp. Um, there's a couple guys that you just can't even bother to sit. Sips, Woodward, Thorley, definitely got to go. Basically, any lock with a pulse in FRD is viable. So mm-hmm. if he's start, if somebody's starting, go ahead. Slater might be one of the better ones. Just FYI, FYI. but definitely TRM starts Slater. Yeah. Locks, whatever you get from locks are. are yeah, are you're just bonus, gonna be. Ha- so. You're gonna have to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Twelve trees is probably a no in TRM, but a yes in FRD because yep. there's so little choice. And the kicker. It, it mid- yeah, and that that adds value to him. And Akava. Uh, Ruan Ackerman is, is the word I was looking for. <laughs> Goddamn, too many fucking South Africans that <laughs> cross me up here. Um, uh, Ruan Ackerman, definitely play him. And really, if Pledry's back, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, definitely. Definitely. Um, for the Wasps, uh, Frankie Toa didn't have a good start, but uh, he'll come good, especially playing next to Sopawaga, so that'll be good. is a yes uh, in both formats, especially FRD. Robson, yes in both. Watson and Kibrigi, yes. Uh, Jack Willis, go get him. Mm-hmm. That's a big one that I've, that I've got. He's not in a lot of leagues. Like, I checked both our leagues, available. So, go get him. Yummy. Um, by the way, where the hell's my dollar? I, I, I owe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I that I one. I don't have a dollar bill on me, unfortunately. I do not. Yeah. Hooray. Um, <sighs> Gaskell, again, yeah. lock with a pulse in FRD, yes. If you can get away from in TRM, do it. Uh, Quins versus the Burst. Uh, for the Quins, uh, start. I mean, you, you know the guys. Uh, Don Brandt, Marcus Smith should have a good day. Um, Danny Kerr should play in this one, so I'd give him a look. Uh, basically, start their bigger fantasy names. You should do all right. Yep. Um, for Bristol, uh, I, I think at this point, Nathan Hughes is going to be a, a starter until he shows otherwise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Thacker, obviously, same thing. Uh, even though he had kind of a down week, but that, that's a down week for him. A down week still, for him is pretty good for most players. Right. So still still, still start him. Yeah. Um, John Afoa, since the Quinn's props are over in Japan. Um, oh. He should have good, a, a good, good point. Good day. That's actually um, a Prothero point. and Morahan should roll their success from week one into week two. Morahan's a solid, solid back. And, yep. And he for, looked pretty good. For Sitz, the aforementioned Harlequin's front row, don't don't touch them in any yeah. either format. And the Bristol centers. Yeah. Good job. All right, and then our boys playing your hated, your most hated rivals on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're going to enjoy watching this one. Yes, I will. Or have a heart attack. I'm not sure which one. Ah, no, probably the first um, So for Lester, uh, Guy Thompson is hard to sit in both formats, so you probably want to roll him up there. Callan Green is probably worthy of a start in TRM, and again, any lock with a pulse that's decent is worth your is worth your time in FRD. Um, 
Bateman I would stay away from, as well as the, the lesser front row, even though he's highly owned. I don't understand that. Um, Oluwafela is um, somebody, if you're stuck in FRD, but if you do not, if, if you have him, but you have other options in TRM, please don't play him. Um, Saracen is usually a pretty good against back three anyway. Um, for the series, uh, good, hopefully he returns back to fullback. Mm. Um, and if, especially if he does, he's a yes, but I'd still play him either way. Laws is a no in TRM, but a yes in um, FRD because he's actually still pretty good, especially for the midfielders that are select are available right now. Right. Um, Skelts, same rules as with all locks, but definitely play him in TRM. Uh, Tompkins, definitely in both formats. He played amazing in both. He got, he did scored very well in both formats, and so did Ben Spencer. So go ahead and so, roll that guy so out there. I have a disagreement with you on this. some what, of this. What's that? Which is, for me, Guy Thompson is going to be my sit of the week. That's fine. Well, I, I disagree with you. Don, Don Armour last week, he ended up playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the kiss of death, I suppose. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I, hey, that's your set of the week, not mine. Yeah. That's okay. For um, the record, my, my starts of the week, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'll just throw them out there because I, I did them yeah. now. Um, for the, my World Cup start is Aaron Smith. Okay. My World Cup sit is, is Liam Williams. So oh, hey, there you go. agree on that. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, my premiership start of the week will be Sam Simmons. Mm-hmm. After Hughes rolled back, yeah. uh, I think Simmons, with his speed, is going to do much worse. <laughs> um, and then Guy Thompson, because Saris just give up nothing to eight men. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. – or even just back rows for the most part in yeah. general. Um, so my start is definitely going to be uh, Benero. That's a good – that's – Assuming he plays and there's no reason that – I don't think he has a reason not to. Um, I mean, you look at what Ted Hill did against Leicester, and I don't see what, a reason why – that he can't repeat it. So definitely play him. And then uh, same game. I don't understand why he's so highly owned. Greg Bateman, sit him and sit the fucking Leicester front row. Like, what is wrong with you people? Uh, for my World Cup, I would say um, Lou Diager, start of the week. I talked him up already uh, for, the, for the South Africans. And then same position, same game, big guy, Alan Wynne-Jones, sit him. I'm not saying he's not going to perform well to right. it for his team, but – I just don't think it's uh, – the points won't be there. You saw what they did to the Japanese and, you know, twofold that, and it's just going to end right. poorly for everybody. All right. Pick them. Let's, let's go to pick them, and then we can GTFO, lads. I know James is, re- is itching to get out of here because he wants to go watch the Patriots game. Listen, it's the only time I like American football. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. First time I final, the, the big one. England, New Zealand. Is this uh, Sam Underhill's revenge, or is this uh, is this the same story, different different chapter here? It is England's time to shine? Uh, yeah. It is. <laughs> Eddie Jones is is got them to this point. He is just uh, he will just mentally tear you down. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be close, but I think England are going to take it. I agree with James. I, yeah. I think this is this match is why they have Eddie Jones as their coach right now. And um, I, I think that I'm, as much as it's been made about his selections and, and who he brought with him, um, I, I, I feel like England can play any style they need to, mm-hmm. and they'll find a way. And, I mean, so can New Zealand. This, I mean, this is mm-hmm. going to be a fantastic match. Agreed. Um, I don't think it's going to turn out the way uh, New Zealand-Ireland did, just because England can, can play can in a wide-open match and, and still maintain their defensive structure. So, um I think England's going to win it in the squeaker. I don't think also – I don't know if the world wants to see New Zealand win a third World Cup in a row. There's a lot of people that probably don't. Yeah, nobody really wants to and see And I'm, I'm, I'm with the boys here. I'm going you know, to take England. I, I think they have the thumpers that can put the All Blacks on their butts. 
And they just got to, as long as they keep their heads on a swivel for those fucking offloads, they'll be good to yeah, go. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, so, and the other one, South Africa and Wales. Ben, are you going to stick with your pre World Cup prediction? I'm sticking okay. with it. I'm going with South Africa. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I don't think, um, I think Wales barely made it out of France. Uh, and South Africa have peaked at the right time. They've gotten back to South African physical rugby. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think, we're, you know, this is the reemergence of, of South Africa. I think they've got a great captain. And Razzie Erasmus is an incredible coach. Yeah, he seems uh, it. So, uh, yeah, the, the box are going back to the World Cup final. I would, I would pick Wales if it wasn't for Warren Gatlin. That's the only thing that's turning me off. This would be the great way to send him off with a loss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to have... He's so, got the Lions, so whatever. Yeah, he'll have the Lions afterwards. Um, yeah, so we'll have a repeat, repeat of 2007. It looks like if, uh, the boys and I are right here. Okay, let's go to the Prem. Um, Friday night, Bath and Exeter are Bath back home, and I don't think it's going to do them a whole lot of good. I don't see why the why Exeter don't steamroll them in the their typical Exeter fashion, especially with the fact that they've all of a sudden found guys like Kirsten and Vermeule and to mm-hmm. fill in those jerseys as quote-unquote backups. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a terrifying thought. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Me as well. Yeah, you know, a little, you know, little bit of uh, West Country battle there in uh, the west of England, but the, 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 the Exeter men are going to take yep. it. Right. Um, these guys were kind of my boys last year, as uh, apart from the, the Saracens, and I, 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 they haven't turned me off from them other than the fact that they beat us, but I can't hate them for that because they played an amazing game. Saints Worcester, I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm going to go with they have a little bit of a letdown. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, and and go with Worcester. Worcester show the show some teeth and say we ain't going down that is easily. It, who is home for this game? Saints. Northampton. They're out. Oh, Northampton Gardens. will have it then. Yeah, that's that was the other factor for me. Is that's a factor. Um, Northampton Saints at the at the Gardens are are a tough ask. And the London Irish in their first home game since coming back up. Uh, at, the, at, uh, at the wonderful Majeski the Stadium Majeski in Stadium. Reading, yeah. which is about uh, an hour too far out of London. We call the London. <laughs> London, yes. Uh, but just the same, I'm, I'm going to go with the Exiles. Wow. Okay. Yep. You know, I, oh, I'm going to flip a freaking coin on this one. Uh, I'll go with Sale. Sale did play a damn good match and probably deserved to win that, apart from Robert Dupree's kick. Yeah, and yeah. I have to also factor in the fact that the Irish are playing Wasps, who I don't have a lot of respect for right now. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to say South Africa uh, <laughs> 2.0. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or right. South Africa B-side. That's yeah, what they're called. there you go. Beta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, Gloucester and Wasp, Ben, don't even, don't yeah, even speak. You, you I know, got, who, you, I know yeah. who you're picking. Uh, Gloucester it is. I'm going to take Gloucester as well. Yeah. Yep, hard to, we hard are to, aligned. Hard to argue with that. Uh, Quinns at and Bristol. Quinn, Quinns in their first match back at the stoop. I cannot take Bristol. <laughs> I can't help it. I, also, I don't like the, the Quinns that much. So, despite <laughs> the fact that Guzzy's there, I do like Guzzy. But um, uh, there's some things I, that the Quinns do I, I have, don't like. I have a little bear in my pants. I, I can't, <laughs> there's nothing I can do about this, this year. I, I love that team. I couldn't tell if you, even if you stood up, big guy. Sorry. <laughs> I think Harlequins are going to pull this one off. Quins pull it off. Yeah, right. I think they're setting up for a decent season. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, they're going to be. They they're back in Europe. They're gonna they're gonna have a good season. I just uh, and you know two losses in a row sucks, but it's not something that they can't bounce no, back from. I, so I, I think they'll be okay. I think Bristol's front row are gonna. 
have a, 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 a good advantage there. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I you're not arguing on me, although I do like Scott Baldwin, uh, Lester Saracens. Um, we all know where we're going with this. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Saracens are going to be pissed. Lester yeah, are still Lester, and their lineup's not going to change all that much from last week to this coming week. Yeah. So sorry to say that. And Saris need this, which. Yeah, Mark McCall is going to put her read in the riot act, yeah. and and uh, they'll 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 rock up for this one. Okay, well we got we got a lot talked about. Um, thanks for bearing with us, guys, and make sure that you're checking out us on Twitter. Uh, ben and I will will be happy to answer questions, obviously about um, FRD lineups and and TRM. Uh, I'm going to try and put some stuff out tomorrow morning here, which should be enough time for people to go fetch FRD free agents. Um, and Ben and I will have an. We've talked about the good buys that are out there. There's so many good buys for TRM. So make sure you grab them. Again, check your TR uh, your your rugby mag upgrades. It's worth it just for the lineups. Just for the lineups. I swear to God. But you get all kinds of other cool stuff. Um, Fancy rugby podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. James, thanks for coming along, buddy. Yeah, uh, we always love having you Great over here. Arigato <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Thank you guys, everybody. Have a good one. We'll just talk to you guys next week. Cheers. Later.